Blue Wire. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 23 of That's What Beat Said, a Cleveland sports podcast. I am your host, Free Rest at Breezy Clee, and I am joined by my fellow co hosts, Brittany Mollis at Bird's Eye View. Hello, Brittany. Hi, Bree. How are you? I am doing the same as last week. <laughs> you sound better. <laughs> I do. I feel better. Yes, much better. I'm so glad. I was so worried about you when you lost your sense of taste and sight or whatever. <laughs> It's been a long week. I can't remember anything. <laughs> it was my smell, and it's that's back. it. Smell. <laughs> I went temporarily blind. <laughs> Good thing There's I still had my voice. <laughs> oh, we're also joined by Meredith Kane at MCAN Sports. Hello, Meredith. Hello, ladies. So, did you also lose your sense of touch, so you couldn't feel where anything was? Or... Yeah. I was going to ask you, do you have all of your senses? Just checking in. Um, As of right now, I think they're all there. But like I said, my brain is only functioning at like half capacity right now. So even though the senses are there, the synapses may not be firing. All right. You and Brittany. You and Brittany are functioning at half. Oh, same. Because let me tell you something. Being a working class hero is tough business. (laughs) You've been in it for a week. I am not. I'm not cut out for this. I'm not cut out to work. Did you uh, did you get a letter that says that you can go to work if you get stopped? No. Is that like a requirement now? Yeah. What? Like, yeah, I think you need I think most employers have like given their employees letters if they're considered essential. Listen, I'm just going to tell them officer. Do you know that you're talking to an essential employee? <laughs> How dare you question me? <laughs> At Dunkin Donuts twice a day. <laughs> I can just imagine just like pulling down your sunglasses and looking at him straight up or her, whatever, whoever pulls you over and just go, officer, excuse do me, you, do you know who I am? Do you want to hear about the first time I ever got a speeding ticket? Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that even a question? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I was living in North Carolina at the time and I was actually, I was a reporter. I was, I worked for a publication called Yes Weekly down in Greensboro and I had just got hired. One of my first assignments was to cover um, like the sheriff election. Well, I mean, like everyone was being elected, but like my story for the week was talking to the sheriffs that were up for election. So I was on my way to the current sheriff to talk to him for the, the publication. And I turned down the street that I lived on. And guys, have you ever been listening? <laughs> I was listening to Beyonce. I remember this. <laughs> explicitly oh boy and like i just went in like a zone completely so then i i, I looked in my rearview mirror and i see this like khaki colored suv wait and, i have a question which beyonce uh-huh. song do you remember it was xo the song was like oh, i'm not gonna sing <laughs> <laughs> almost got her almost. you did you did but like, so I look in the mirror and I see this khaki colored SUV, which by the way, I feel like that's entrapment because I didn't even see this guy. They're tricking me. And I see lights like in his dashboard and I'm like, all right, dude, like this can't possibly be me. And so, you know, I just go over to their lane and he follows me and I'm like, son of a bitch, this guy's pulling me over. Now I was like, what was I? 25, 26, 26. I never got speed intake, never got in any kind of trouble at all. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know pulled over and i was like okay well he's obviously not gonna write me a ticket because why would he why would he actually why would he actually do his job 
Um, so I'm sitting there and he comes up and he's like, can I have your license and registration? I don't know what the hell registration is. So I just hand him every single piece of paper in my glove compartment. Your and oil I just, change. I, <laughs> <laughs> I give him this giant stack of papers and I'm like, here, take whatever you need, sir. And he starts laughing. I was like, oh, I'm doing well. Like, I'm charming AF. So he's going to let me off. So he goes back to his cop, his entrapment car. And he comes back. I got a ticket for $180. Oh, my God. I was what like, ex- well, I was going 52 and a 35, to be fair. Oh, my God. That's, that's I didn't Beyonce. know. That's I was Beyonce. To Beyonce. That's what happened. Did you say that? I was like, oh, I did tell him. I was like, oh, I'm going. I'm on my way to go talk to the sheriff because I thought that would help. Oh, it no. didn't. Oh no. I know. So that was my first experience. Every speeding ticket I've ever had was in North Carolina. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, I well, I believe it. So I went to when I was in high school. I was in a dual enrollment program at UNC Wilmington, and so my parents would drive me down there in the summer to do my classes. And then they would find somewhere in North Carolina, either like New Bern or I think one year they stayed in um, Myrtle Beach. And so they would just hang out there for the summer. And anytime I needed something, it was just a really quick drive for them. And my dad, who never gets in trouble, never gets a ticket, never gets nothing because he's Mr. Law abiding citizen, has gotten like three speeding tickets in North Carolina. Yeah, it's crazy. They're just they they are, they are after speeders. In, yeah, in but then this one time I called the police because somebody was literally murdered in my complex and I heard them. Oh my god. This Ew. is a true story. What? This is a true story. I was me and my uh, ex-boyfriend were sitting at my first apartment and the windows were all open. And all of a sudden we started hearing this woman screaming and she just kept saying no, no, no like over and over and she was like obviously very upset and we're like what the hell's that? So um, after like 15 minutes, like it just stopped and we're like, okay, what happened? Then we hear cop cars pulling into the complex. So of course we're nosy. We have to go see what's going on. We go down to like the, the office um, and I, I, to this day, I'm not sure what happened because I called the, well, we saw a body bag. Oh they, dra- they took a body bag, put it in the ambulance, because there was probably like five or six cop cars there at this point um, in an ambulance. Uh, took the body bag, put it in, and then like they all took off. So the next day, I called the office, and I was like, hey, guys, like, what happened last night? And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I said, <laughs> oh my God. the body ma'am, bag? Ma'am, I saw a body bag. Oh she's like, you, I, there was no body bag. Nobody died. I was like, oh. I saw it. I was standing there. Like, this happened. This wasn't a dream. And uh, she was like, oh, there was, there, there might have been some sort of domestic disturbance. Oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, murder. <laughs> so from that point on, we were, at this point, we were trying to decide if we were going to renew our lease or not. So that sealed the deal. And then the, the apartment complex was called Corners at Crystal Lake, which is creepy anyway yeah. because Jason. Yes. Uh, and from that moment on, because I'm so hilarious, I called it Corners at Crystal oh. Lake. <laughs> Did you leave a review about how wonderful of a place it was? And sometimes murders happen, but that's okay. <laughs> and then they lie about it. Her name was Marsha. I hated her. Oh, she fined me once because, what did I do? Oh, it was very icy outside and the dumpsters were overflowing. Because anytime there's like ice or snow in the south. Yeah, no one like, does anything. No, it's catastrophic. So I took the trash out one day and, you know, they were all overflowing. So I was like, I'll just lay it right here. This bitch went through our trash to find our names and then find us $35 for leaving the trash next to an overflowing oh, dumpster. Oh my gosh. And then lied about somebody dying. 
<laughs> is it bad that I also have like as someone getting murdered in my apartment complex? What story? you guys? <laughs> yes, this is bad. <laughs> this happened. So this happened when I lived in DC. I was my one of my DC apartments, and um, I'm trying to remember. I think I was on my way to the gym. So it was like five thirty, six o'clock in the morning. I'm half asleep. I was planning on grabbing a coffee um, before I got to the gym. And I get down to the first floor and there's police tape everywhere. And the lobby is, there's blood everywhere too. Like the, just everywhere, blood all over the place. Oh my and God. I, and a cop is just standing there just with this, just like look on his face. And he is like, he's completely unbothered. And I'm like, excuse me, can I get out this way? And he's like, oh no, you have to go out the fire exit. And I was like, well, what happened? He's like, oh, someone got stabbed. Just Oh my god! Just like that, he was like, "Oh yeah, someone got stabbed." And I was like, "Listen, at least they were honest about it. (laughs) They didn't lie to your face. Just some dropped cans of ketchup." Yeah. So they had the um, so they had the lobby taped off for like a week because I think they were trying to clean it, and there was carpet in the lobby. Eventually, they just gave up and ripped out the carpet and completely they renovated the lobby because they couldn't get the blood out of the carpet. As you should. (laughs) Yeah. So so I just like I was trying to get to gym and then work and I'm half asleep and this officer is just like, oh, yeah, someone got stabbed. No big. I don't have a murder story. I just lived in an apartment in Columbus that had these like massive wolf spiders and they were terrifying. (laughs) I'd rather live with I'd rather live with murder. Right. I, the spider could have murdered me. That's how big it was. It probably could, you probably could have like rode on its back, Brie. Yeah, it was gross. That apartment had like a centipede in it, like that oh, came no. out of my shower drain. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nope. Give, give me the dead bodies. Right? Yeah. You want the murderers? Over, Not bugs. Over the bugs. Oh Absolutely. gosh. Well, we are off to a killer start. <laughs> <laughs> didn't really even mean to make that joke it just happened <laughs> crime this was, this was not on the rundown murder no. <laughs> you know there's there is more going on in the first part of this podcast than there is in episode one of tiger king let's oh <laughs> guys well can we talk about our quarantine chronicles because i think maybe i'm the only person in america who hasn't watched tiger king yet and I'm oh, not man. quite certain I want to watch it. So I know, Brittany, you watched it, and I think you have a story over the last week as to what is happening. And maybe maybe there's a Jerry story in here. Oh, there is. But that's not related to Tiger King, actually. Oh. So we'll, we'll get back to Jerry Mollis because he pissed me off. <laughs> um, so Tiger King, I have... Oh, Brie, I don't know that you should actually watch it. Okay. Um, It's... I wasted an entire Sunday watching. Like, my entire Sunday was just spent watching Tiger King. And it was a show that I was like, I'm not going to watch this. I'm far too sophisticated to watch this trash. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, 20 minutes into the first episode. And I was like, all right, I'm 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 going to piss away this whole day. I don't care. So that's exactly what I did. And um, really, it's just a collection of the worst people you could possibly imagine. Yeah, and I don't want to And they all that. do, like, the stupidest things you could... There's this whole underground tiger, like, big cat ring and all these weird, like, I have a hot take, and this won't make sense to you. Actually, it might if you, like, look at memes and stuff. Meredith, have you watched it yet? Um, I made it through about three and a half episodes. Okay. Um, So I have a hot take for you. Okay. I don't think Carol killed her husband. (gasps) I don't. 
I don't think she did it. And you know what? Let me just defend her for a second. Oh my God. Because everyone thinks that she's the worst part of this series. That bitch, Carol. Carol Baskin. Yeah, let me tell you something about Carol. These men all tried to destroy her. Meanwhile, she just sat around collecting money, suing them, laughing at them, building her army. <laughs> Carol's kind of a queen. Um, you know what? I really like that take. I really like, do. Seriously. These men, like Joe Exotic, he spent his entire time just trying to tear this woman down and she just sat back like all right i'll just let you kill yourself and i'll just sit here and chill with my weird husband Ugh. <laughs> he's weird that guy on the beach when they got married and he was like dressed up like a tiger and she had him on oh, a leash no it was all very straight yeah Bree, aren't you <laughs> like you're missing out on this <laughs> Wow, this is the only thing I feel, I do feel like I'm missing out just on the internet because that's all I see are memes and um, people talking about it. So I feel like I can't contribute to society right now. No, it's one of those things that like you don't really want to watch, but everyone's talking about it. So you're like, all right, I'll just sit here and watch it. But like, it's really just the worst of humanity displayed for everyone to see. And there are like a couple of redeeming characters i think that girl who got her arm yes, bitten off she's okay she's have you seen the show you're the worst it's probably one of my favorite tv shows yes i have so she reminds me of um edgar where it's just like you've got this group of people that are absolutely awful and then this one person mm-hmm. who's just not awful and you're like how yeah. did you wind up with this group of people and that's, yeah but that's also edgar and you're the worst <laughs> yes but the campaign manager too i liked him a lot yeah the, this dude he was just great okay listen to this <laughs> He okay, Joe Exotic. Have you seen him? He's yes, like yes. he's got a mullet, yes. weird, crazy guy. Lots so he ran for governor. He ran for governor of was it Oklahoma. Yeah, I think, I think. So. Nebraska. Um, so he, I don't ran, know. he one decided of the plane yeah, states. Yeah, one of those. I think it was Oklahoma. Um, so he decided he's gonna run for governor, which what? <laughs> of course he. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> right? When so you got tigers, he, why not? Yeah, he went into Walmart because oh, no. he like goes in there every day to buy gun. Literally every day to buy guns and ammo. So he hired the guy who was like a manager at Walmart, but he always sold him the guns and ammo. He hired him to be his campaign manager to run for governor, which, by the way, this kid got 19 percent vote for the for Joe Exotic. Wow. So, I mean, come on. He has a future in campaign managing. Clearly. Um, But no, he was like he was the most level headed, probably the smartest of all of them. That guy in South Carolina is trash. (laughs) Um, Jeff Lowe is complete utter trash i think he might have been my least favorite character is that okay so i have to ask a question because Mm -hmm. i my family has went to myrtle beach for years and i need to know there is a place in myrtle beach that Mm -hmm. has like tigers in a glass box that's him okay i hate that place i refuse to take (laughs) my kids there i will not walk by it because it makes me so sad that these animals are just like in this glass box in like 90 degree temperatures and high humidity and i, I can't oh, yeah. stand it that's them yes i will not watch him. this i will not watch it yeah and what's crazy yeah. like my, my parents have property in south carolina they've owned it like longer than i've been alive and in all the years that we've been going down to myrtle beach to go to their condo i don't ever remember that place like oh my god it's horrible it's like it's so random it's it's in a really random spot it's like in the middle of a bunch of just outdoor shops 
Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't belong. Doesn't on like barefoot landing. Yeah, barefoot oh, landing. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's it. where it is. Okay, I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about. It's like yes. right off of the bridge. There's like a bridge, yeah. and oh then there's like God. the glass cage with the yeah, animals. We we yes. stopped going to barefoot landing when I was a kid. Like it was at it, for a while, it was fun, but then. I think it just became it's just a bunch of shops and my dad would get bored and me and my brother would get bored and my there was like maybe three stores my mom would want to go to and then after a while we'd be like this sucks let's go play mini golf yes it's also <laughs> super busy yeah I, yes. I'm with you okay so now okay that's that's what I was thinking because I was looking at I was watching this part of the documentary and I was like we've been going to Myrtle Beach multiple times a year every year for my entire life why do I not mm-hmm. know about this place and what it's called and i think they show there's like special admission that's like six or seven hundred dollars and i was like well that makes sense like my parents would never spend that kind of money to go see tigers or anything so yeah okay so and also i think my hot take with this whole thing do you really think that everyone would be watching tiger king if we weren't all stay at home no like that's what i'm thinking like i really i think that this is because i i tweeted about this last week where I don't think because I kept scrolling past cheer until one of my friends told me that I needed to watch it and I did and it was um it was it was mildly interesting and then I kept scrolling past love is blind and then you two convinced me (laughs) to watch it so I did and then same thing with tiger king I kept scrolling past it and all of a sudden everyone's talking about it so I go and watch it and I'm sitting there thinking like if it wasn't for other people telling me like hey this show love is blind you've got to watch I would never I would have never thought to click on it and I'm feeling that everyone would be that way with tiger king like there's probably one really bored person who had to self-isolate and was like you know what i've run out of netflix except what's this tiger king thing and it just became a thing i don't know i feel like we're kind of like as a country we're very stupid now (laughs) so like tiger king is really on brand for america (laughs) like i think we would have watched it anyone not like we but like america collectively yeah Yeah. it's just like it's just like trashy people Americans love watching trashy things. Yeah, you're probably you're right. I I, yeah. I I revert back to saying no because you're right. Like it just takes like a couple of people on the internet. That's it. To t- like a couple of memes and everybody is watching it. It was the same That's thing it. with Love Is Blind. Love Is Blind had like another huge surge. Yes. Um, yeah, I noticed that based I, on I, being on lockdown. Yeah. So I don't. I saw this meme. I can't remember if I sent it to one or both of you, but it was a. Uh, it was a uh, the picture of the virus and it was said COVID-19 and then a picture of Jessica and said Jessica 34. (laughs) (laughs) By far my favorite meme that has popped up in the last six weeks. That is so good for everybody that watches Love is Blind. And that includes the 30 memes a day, tiger memes a day. One of my best friends sends me like 30 tiger memes a day and it's not Angela, it's somebody else. And Angela says a lot of Tiger Tiger King yes. memes, and I love it. But I did. I did appreciate the meme though of Joe Exotic mixed with Donald Trump, and I kind of wish someone would do Joe Exotic mixed with Freddie Kitchens because I feel like that would also be a really good one. Hello, Browns fans. You have a new assignment. If you if you ever someone wanted to learn it. how to Photoshop, this is your perfect opportunity. Someone right. will do it. Actually, right. I I really really hope uh, come October that we have so many Tiger King costumes and Carol Baskin oh, costumes. Yeah. That's all I want out of Halloween this year is for everyone to do some kind of Tiger King. If there is a yeah. Halloween this year. I mean, they'll still... Because yeah. you, can, you can dress up in isolation. 
True. Yeah, there will be no passing out candy. We'll just have to wave at each other. (laughs) But you can still dress up and post it online, so. Yes. I still want to see the Tiger King costumes. I want to see people's interpretations of Tiger King. Speaking of being locked down and watching shows, we do have to give credit to ESPN because... This is great news, you guys. They bumped up the air date of the 10-part series, the Michael Jordan series, that is now happening April 19th. I actually don't know what date it is. We're not in April yet. I should know this. My daughter's birthday is April 1st. That's tomorrow. It is April. Um, so April 19th, um, ESPN is going to be airing this. This is huge. I cannot wait for this. I'm really when I saw that. this trailer, when it first came out, what was it, December of like 2018? Yeah, why were they showing it so early? Oh my god! So when when it came out, I was I was in North Carolina at the time, and I remember watching this, and I'm like, "What if I like die an untimely death before this comes out?" That was I mean, and for like you know almost two years now. That's all I keep thinking. I'm like, "All right, let me just please hold on to, so I can see this documentary." Because I mean, you just live in an It's so with weird because I'm not so like I'm not a Bulls fan. I'm I don't really even you know I was small when Michael Jordan like I didn't watch basketball then. But it just looks so fascinating. And I, I'm so excited when I saw it this morning. I was like, yeah, this is all I wanted for like a year and a half now. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited for it. And I guess the uh, you you could have possibly had an untimely death considering you lived in an apartment complex with murderers. So Exactly. Yeah. I mean, or COVID-19 that's making its way. Like they, they probably, people are probably like, man, we have to release these shows so that we can get our ratings right now because like now's the time to get ratings like people are at home and are watching things so a few weeks ago i tweeted and i was like you know i hope i don't (laughs) this is awful and i shouldn't say this out loud but i'm going to um i i said i hope you know with all this scary pandemic stuff like i just want to live long enough to see this documentary (laughs) that's all i cared about yeah, I, you're not you're not wrong. And if you're going to be locked down, you're going to survive this. You will survive this. I hope so. Um, we shall see. Well, speaking of, we have to give a shout out to one of our listeners because she tweeted all of us before we started recording the show. And yes. she's actually in the hospital um, with a diagnosis of COVID-19 uh, with pneumonia. And I don't know how she's actually functioning to tweet us, but she made it a priority to listen to our show. Um <laughs> And give us a shout out. So we have to shout her out. And we yes. hope that you are, I'm trying to find her tweet, you guys. It's um, Jules. Jules. That's her name. Her name's Jules. All right, Jules. We hope that you are getting better. You're on the mend. Uh, we all wish you well and a solid recovery. So we hope that this maybe provides you some laughs, but hopefully not yes. too many laughs that make you cough. <laughs> and we're That th- was so touching that somebody's like, you know, sick and... They're in a bad spot right now, and they were listening to us to cheer them up. I know. That made me so happy. I know. I can't cry anymore today, you guys. <laughs> yeah. The... <laughs> no crying. Cry no crying. Well, you might cry. We, I also, I, you know, we're, we're in lockdown. I'm with my children. I can't escape them. And uh, they joined me at the beginning of the show before we started recording, and we did happen to capture some of that recording. So... I would like to introduce all of you to my two wonderful children. Um, no surprise here. Uh, it's my daughter's birthday tomorrow, so she's very excited to let you all know that. And uh, another no surprise, a little dude pretty much steals the show. So enjoy this little snippet of my two wonderful children and what I am now living with 24-7. Okay, Layla, are you ready? Yeah. All right, I'm going to put the headphones on you. It's going to be my turn with the headphones. Okay, Maddox, you need to be quiet, okay? 
Tomorrow's my birthday. Happy birthday tomorrow. Thank you. How old are you going to be? Six. Six? Oh my goodness. Are you excited? Yes. I have a joke. All right, what's your joke? Why did the cow cross the road? And why? <laughs> to get to the moose side. To get to the moose side? Okay. Can I do it now? All right. Can I do it? Yeah, okay. I'm going to wait. In the moment everyone's been waiting for. Little dude. What's up, little dude? Chicken. Hello. Hello. Hi, little dude. Hi, little poopy butt. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Poopy butt. Pee-pee, poopy, poopy butt. No yelling, okay? Uh, why does a cow want to cross the road? Why? Why? Because he wants to poop on the car. <laughs> I don't get it. Okay, do you want to tell everybody who your favorite football player is? Uh, nobody. <laughs> uh, Baker Mayfield. Maddox, oh. do you want to say hi to Brittany? Hi. Come here. Hello. You can, listen, you can listen to her. Just don't yell into the mic. Okay, okay here. Hello. Hello. <gasps> what are you doing? Are you being a good boy? Yeah. <gasps> you are? Yes. <gasps> I knew it. You're such a little gentleman. Beep, beep, boop, beep, beep. Beep, 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 Okay, well, um, they're off to bed. Thank goodness. Um, they could interrupt at any moment again, but before they do, we do have a couple of sports things to talk about before we have... We do? We do. Before we have another special guest, guest and she's older than age four, so that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> So we have to talk about the NFL because this could very well impact the Browns if there's an NFL season at all, which I think that's a question weighing on a lot of our minds right now at this moment. But the NFL voters um, or the NFL owners voted to expand playoffs this year, and it's 14 teams, seven per conference. Guys, mm -hmm. this is our ticket into this the playoffs. This is what we've been training for. <laughs> A shortcut. Yes! You know, and I just think that this is our time. It's our moment. And this will be the year that the NFL gets canceled. Right? Well, here's the thing. And so I, I actually really like this. I like the idea of expanded playoffs. I know in the college football landscape, people have been against um, the 14 playoff expanding into an 18 playoffs. But I like it in, in the NFL. Um, and I just don't think that we're really going to see the full scope of what it looks like until 2021 uh, unless NFL starts on time and they play a full season. So this is mm. an exciting thing to start out with, but I've heard multiple people say that uh, they don't think the NFL is going to start on time. I mean, we're at the point where GMs are getting upset <laughs> that the draft is going on as planned on April 23rd. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. we're going to be right up to mini camps and OTAs in June and July. And if we haven't passed through all of this, then those, then that's going to have to get canceled. So I don't think we're going to see the full scope of it until 2021. Mm. However, one of the reasons why I like this is because, you know, university of Maryland, Baltimore campus gave us hope that a 16 seed can beat a one seed that That's right. they beat UVA. So if the Browns sneak in as a number seven seed and can win a few games, you've got a deep playoff run from the Cleveland Browns, my friends. Yeah. You Listen, the Browns aren't going to sneak in anything. All right. <laughs> if there's an NFL this year, the Cleveland Browns are going to do well, I think. 
But I don't know if there's going to be NFL this year. I have a question, though. Like, why were people ups- upset about this? Like, is there any sort of drawbacks to having this? Because I'm not seeing it. Like, to me, I'm like, oh, okay, 14 teams, cool. More football, more NFL. Like, that seems like everyone wins, right? Um, I think some of people's concerns, and I don't know if this is necessarily from plan- fans or players, but I know mm-hmm. that, you know, for players, it's really, really hard, hard on their bodies. You know, 16 games are tough mm-hmm. enough. And so when you're adding more games in there or you're trying to squeeze more games in, uh, you know, it's it's tough. I mean, Joe Thomas would still be playing if he hadn't torn his tricep, you know. And, and even then, yeah. like, that wasn't the only reason. Because he, he said multiple times afterwards that his body was just so beat up that he couldn't, he just couldn't take it anymore. And then the fact that he tore his tricep, he was just like, that was it. He's like, that was the moment I knew that I was never going to, to fully recover. So I think for players, I think they're concerned about safety and people who are concerned about player safety. I think that's the only drawback, but mm-hmm. um, I mean, this just happened at, I don't know, like two o'clock today, Tuesday when we're recording. So there hasn't been too terribly much reaction. And um, I mean, well, I've, I kind just of, re- I've logged off a little bit after work. I need some time to decompress. So I haven't really seen too much reaction to it, but I remember when they were like, you know, discussing this possibility and it seemed like there was, at least a fair amount of people who were against it. But I don't remember, you know, if it's players, that makes sense because, you know, they want to try to minimize the damage they're doing. Um, but a lot of people were like, oh, well, owners will do anything to get money. And that's true. Like, mm-hmm. that they're in the business to make money. Like, of course. Um, but I didn't see from a fan perspective or, you know, if there's something that I was missing that I didn't understand why anyone would be against this. And what's well, strange is, like, with, like, I use Twitter to get a lot of news. And right now there's just so much uh, COVID-19 dominating my my Twitter timeline. I miss things. Like, mm-hmm. I miss tweets from Tony Pizza because oh, <laughs> there's so much going on on Twitter. I just don't see them. So I, I think if there has been dissent, I haven't seen it, and that could partially be why. Uh, I don't know. What about you, Brie? Well, when the conversation was happening originally, I just felt like fans were complaining just because they felt like out of all of the professional sports, the NFL was the one place where it felt like the playoffs where they got it right out of all Mm -hmm. of all of sports and how they did it. So I think it was really just a the NFL. Nobody has been mad about the playoff scenario in the past, and now they want to go through and change it. So uh, why would they be doing that? But I think for us, fans that haven't had a team go to the playoffs in a very very long time we are obviously welcome welcoming this with open arms but i think other teams or other fans of teams probably aren't as um apt to want to have this happen i I wish the nba would change a little bit i i actually wish that the nba playoffs which also may not happen. I wish that they would go to just five game series to start versus the seven game. What? You don't like the three month playoffs? I mean, <laughs> having lived through that championship run, like that, that was, I'm fine. Keep the finals, the seven game series, but like, come yeah, on, do you no. need the first round, like set a game seven uh, series? No, come on. No. Well, also the brutal no. part with the NBA finals is that they'll play round one and then wait a week and then play. Yes. yes two, they stretch it out. Yeah, that was because I remember I was dating somebody at the time. I think this was like maybe 2013 or 2014. And the Stanley Cup playoffs were over and done. Like we I think the Chicago Blackhawks won that year. I can't remember. But we had been watching hockey together so much. And then my then boyfriend wanted to watch the NBA finals. And I was just like, 
I, 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 we were at the point where it was middle of June and I was like, how is there still basketball being played? I want to go to a Nats game. <laughs> like, wh- why are we watching basketball right now? Yeah, so long. I have to ask you guys before we move on from the Browns slash the playoff situation, with OTAs obviously not happening based on everything, do you feel like the Browns are at a disadvantage? Because they technically would have had their new season begin with their new coaching staff and implementing the new playbook. How do you guys feel about that? Um, Because I can't say that the Browns specifically are a disadvantage because like everyone's going to be dealing with, so everyone has the same disadvantage. Right. It is, you know, more complicated just because they have an entirely new staff, new coach, new front office, new players. Like I get that, but I'm not really too concerned about what that's going to do. Because again, when smart people are in charge, I trust that they'll find a way to make it work. So, Well, and also I think this is analytics time to shine. Um, Because Mm -hmm. when you had someone like John Dorsey in the front office, he was, you know, gut instinct, eye test only. And when you don't have the eye test, you have to rely on something else. And so I think because so far they've been combining their eye test and their instincts with the analytics i think this is where you know andrew barry is going to shine because this is what he's good at they're going to have to rely very heavily on their scouting department and i as far as that well actually no alonzo highsmith is no longer there and elliot wolf is no longer Mm -hmm. there so like that was their scouting department but they i still believe they have some holdover scouts from the old regime so they're going to have to rely very heavily on them but this is Mm -hmm. the this is analytics time to shine when you don't have the ability to see a player in person to see what they can do with your own two eyes this is where you have to look at the analytics and decide okay where does this person stand what is their potential Mm -hmm. guys i can't even believe i didn't mention the uniform (laughs) (laughs) oh yes let's discuss if i see okay so there's there are two things happening in the total Twitter Cleveland world over the last week. And I said this directly to him, but freaking reflog 18, that stupid COVID-19 parade. (laughs) If I see that on my timeline one more time, I'm going to scream. And then the second thing is the stupid (laughs) uniforms, like stop like acting like you are breaking the new Cleveland uniforms. People are just designing things in Microsoft paint and releasing (laughs) it with spelling errors. (laughs) They spell Brownie B-R-O-W-N-Y. Yeah, it was Cleveland, C-E-L. Oh, no. <laughs> this is like a whole new chapter of silly season. Yes. I hate, I hate when, when it comes to uniforms board. in any, like, NBA, Major League Baseball doesn't really do it that much. But, like, well, okay, never mind, because I did see a Chief Wahoo <laughs> tweet say. tonight. So, <laughs> scratch that. Um, I mean, the Brewers I, redesigned their uniforms this year, and, the, like, half the peop- half the fans liked it, half them didn't, so it's, it's No, the thing that I, I hate about all uniform, like, when they change them, because, number one, I, I can literally never tell a difference unless, like, it's something so phenomenal that, like, you know... Or a spelling error. drastic... Yes, like, oh, yeah, I'll notice the spelling <laughs> error. But, no, like, these... And it's always men. And I gotta say, it's, like... I feel like I have dated guys where, like, I could walk into a room with my hair on fire and he probably wouldn't notice. Yes. But, you know, if the Browns <laughs> put, like, one extra stripe on a pant leg, oh, the world's, the world's ending. 
Yeah, that makes yes. me mad. Like, how many tweets have you seen where it's people like begging for the Browns to release the uniforms and tweeting yes. at people that probably haven't seen the uniforms to re- to reveal what the uniforms look like? Oh yeah, they're like right, and all they're gonna do is complain about it. Yes, beat, they're, they're like the beat writers are getting like their DMs have to be on blast right now because of uniforms. Yes, like this is this is so silly. This is the silliest by far. And it's not uniforms. A, it's not and then oh, did you guys see the hat today? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, is oh, this the, the new era hat? Is this Brownie mm-hmm. the Elf? Mm-hmm. Okay, fill me in. I just saw it very quickly. Someone posted about buying it, potentially. Was it like a trucker hat? Okay, it's like black. And you know how, like, Brownie is like, you know, this cute little elf? Yeah. This looks like... The best way to describe it is imagine Maddox drawing inside of Brownie. <laughs> that's exactly what it looks like i'm telling i'm gonna send you a screenshot of it right now oh i see it i see it it's like yes. he's got an x-ray yeah yes. oh my like god squiggles. that's a rib those are bones Ugh, what see, it, it looks like got dark. a neon sign that's what it reminded me of like if you took yeah. brownie and made him into a neon sign like oh wait maybe that's the theme because of vegas oh Oh, yeah, the Vegas Meredith, light. you just cracked the code. I broke news. I don't you know did I it. <laughs> yes, that is. Break. Okay, I'm down with this then. I'm totally fine with that. It is a little weird, but I can see it being a Vegas neon light. So everybody needs to calm down. CIA, you can hire me right now. <laughs> Meredith, you just won the internet for the day. You I did. Mean, wow. At least I won something. <laughs> <laughs> you can cry those happy tears now, Meredith. I think you need to respond to everyone. Respond to the haters, the I Dales. Should. Yeah, I should. Like oh, it's neon lights, the guys. Yes. Do we? We need to the talk about the Fidales. <laughs> okay. So okay, I need to so go ahead, Brie, Meredith. This so, is all you. So Bree, we have to give you credit because you were the one who coined the term Fidale. So last <laughs> week on the pod, Brittany was talking about this Tracy that kept pestering her and tweeting she was back yeah so and you said oh tracy and then in my mind i'm like oh i know who exactly who you're talking about because i have a tracy that tweets at me all the time and tweets at colleagues of mine all the time sometimes it's positive but i would say seven out of ten times it's super negative and super combative and so i think i know exactly who you're talking about So that's the tracy that i thought that britney was talking about so i'm like oh yeah i know that tracy and then a few days later britney's tracy comes after her and brit quote tweets it and i'm looking at it and i'm like oh my god it's a different tracy yes <laughs> and that's when and that's when i texted our group chat and i was like tracy is the female dale that's we've you can be a dale or you can be a tracy and then brie coined the term fee dale fee dale you're welcome everyone <laughs> so that. so there there is a there is a there is a female and her name is tracy the, their names are tracy because there are yeah. multiple tracy's move over karen because tracy <laughs> is still on the show it's not right. even, it's not even that bitch carol baskin <laughs> hey my queen I, just because that's how they say it. there i saw there was like a drinking game or something or it was like a fortune cookie every time you open it up um you have to add that bitch carol baskin at the end <laughs> Listen, the underlying message of Tiger King, I think, is that if you cheat on your wife, you'll get fed to tigers. Agreed. Oh. Agreed. Like, that's a good message, I think. We are just enlightening all of our listeners today. (laughs) Like, look at us. Look at us. 
Look at us. All right. Well, I, I feel like that was really it from a, I mean, the only other thing we can talk about from a sports perspective is the MLB obviously is delayed. Yeah. Well, yes. did you want, I want, kind of want to get into this college sports thing. Oh yeah. Me, because is... college football may not happen. Uh. Yeah. So, okay. So this is actually <sighs> kind of massive. I can't. So, so Brett McMurphy tweeted, he tweeted out a story cause he, I guess he talked to a, a lot of athletic directors across universities and, uh, and this is like it, it's really disturbing, I guess, as a college sports fan, not just a college football fan, but a lot of athletic directors at universities, especially the smaller ones like the Mac schools, are really, really concerned about college football because there is a possibility that college football may not happen. I think I heard someone say it's a 50 50 shot whether or not college football will actually happen. And and I'm going to this is going to so if you. If you have little ones listening, you know, little dude, if you need to go back to bed, this is the time to do it <laughs> because one of the ADs, and this is a direct quote from Brett McMurphy when he, when he asked about college football, the athletic director said, if there's no college football, we will be fucked. And they're talking about just the other sports. They call them the Olympic sports, things like track and field, volleyball, mm-hmm. swimming, you know, the, the sports that kids still have scholarships for, but doesn't necessarily bring in the same amount of money that football does and if the school if the athletic departments don't have the financial support from the football teams then these sports don't exist and they're talking about athletic programs just being completely out of business at some of these universities which can be absolutely devastating for the university itself because yeah. you know football money not only pays for sports but it pays for things around the university as well yeah this is it's Listen, we can't predict the future. We have no idea what is going to happen in the fall. And I think at least football season is far enough away from hopefully all of this and being able to get everything under control and as close to back to normal as we possibly can. But that's not going to happen if people just keep gallivanting around in groups of 10 or more people spreading this around. And I don't know if you guys have seen the article, but I did um, see an article saying that it could come back and fall again. Even if we get it under mm-hmm. control right now, uh, this virus could come back in an even bigger way in the fall, which is just scary to think about. So maybe that's what yeah. they're considering throughout all of this is it's okay, we may get this thing under control, at least for the summertime, but then come fall, like we all know, like flu season comes back anyway, this virus could come back again. And at that point in time, a vaccine may still not be available for all of us, or they yeah. we don't have the medi- the medication developed again. So Man, I don't want to envision a fall without football. That would be really, really sad. Uh, but I feel like we have to mentally prepare ourselves that that could be a possibility. For sure. What would we even do without football in the fall? I don't Just, know. Like, watch I mean, more I Tiger. Can, watch I can Tiger only, King like, again. Zoom and, and chat with people. I and know. My personality isn't that good, guys. I'm learning that <laughs> <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Like I can't. No, you're you're charming AF, Brittany. You're charismatic and charming AF. I I mean, like honestly, if we don't have football back, I'm gonna airmail you my phone so you can have at it with my Bumble. Oh yeah, I'll do that. That's how I'll keep busy in the fall. (laughs) Yeah, so Meredith can go on parking lot dates. (laughs) Not at the Cheesecake Factory though. Yes, Meredith. Tonight you have um, you have a parking lot meal with uh, Joe. <laughs> Roll your window down so he knows it's you. Stop. I'm gonna 
gonna we can actually start a business maybe this is what we can do (laughs) start start a start a parking lot dating yes it's really it's a lot cuter than you guys might think it is because imagine there's nothing to do except talk to each other so the car you know cars have to be six feet apart because social distancing well of course yes absolutely you go in there you buy some chocolate you know and then you just hang out in the parking lot well it sounds it sounds terrible (laughs) but (laughs) it's fine i promise yeah pants not necessarily required right you can they can't they won't even see you yeah exactly yeah that's true that's true but yeah so i just (laughs) oh my god yeah no i saw that story and i I felt like we had to bring it up and it's (sighs) I don't know. My heart kind of breaks because I know the NCAA voted to extend eligibility today as well for spring athletes, which also. Spring. Yeah, I mean, that that also. (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, I mean, I was like, we're we're going to ignore all of the winter sports where their season just got cut. Yeah, well, I think for winter and spring. So they extended eligibility another year, which is already going to put financial strain on the university because they're going to have more scholarship athletes there than 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 they're used to. So. But it also it almost feels moot if you're looking at, you know, winter and spring sports and saying, okay, you've got another year of eligibility, except, oh, by the way, our program is now gone because we don't have football. So it just I don't know. It feels like right now a lot of and and you're right, Brie, we cannot predict the future. But as of right now, it almost feels like we're preemptively putting Band-Aids on a stab wound. So it's just. It's huge. So I I wanted to bring that up and just bring that to people's attention. And I guess the best we can do is mentally prepare for it. And just everyone, you know, if you're single, don't do this if you're in a relationship. But download Bumble because we're going to need something to do. Yeah, COVID-19. COVID-19 is about to put us in a body bag for the entire year. Yeah. Just prepare for everything you love to be taken away from you. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, you were talking about, we were talking about Major League Baseball um, and last Friday. Friday, the Players Association and the owners came to an agreement on how the players are going to be paid, and they had a contingency in the agreement if there's no baseball at all. So, I mean, Major League Baseball, Mm -hmm. I think, and I think that's like the doomsday worst case scenario, but they're just kind of like, oh, by the way, this is how you're going to get paid if you don't play at all. No, I mean, I think they have to at this point because their season's supposed to be underway right now. Yep. Like, Ugh. the start of it's supposed to be going on. Mm-hmm. We were. And it's not there, and there's no, like, timetable for when that could even resume. I don't I, on a, I don't, I don't think baseball's going to happen this year. Gonna, I really don't. We're all we going to the so, end of Netflix sooner rather than later. We were talking about this on the my other podcast yesterday, and isn't it infuriating that – okay, think about this as an Indians fan. The Dolans – want us to enjoy Frankie and we might not even get to see him play. Oh God. I didn't even think about that. Right. Like, isn't that like the biggest slap in the face because the Dolans made this stupid off, just off joke about needing to enjoy Frankie. And now we can't. The only way, the only way that Dolans can win any kind of favor right now with, Indians fans is to pay Frankie and that's it they've, yes. they've got to like they've got to they just have to reach into their personal billionaire pockets and say okay this isn't even coming out of the Indians budget this is coming out of our own personal money because the Haslam's donated to COVID-19 and Dan Gilbert made sure that his employees were paid so Dolan's your turn pay for like they 
the other owners in town have done something redeeming through all of this. Now it's your turn. And are they even paying their people that are supposed to be working? Probably not. I don't think I haven't seen anything, so I have no idea. But I would not be surprised if they're not. So, yeah, that's it. I'm not even going to go down that road. I'm not even going to go down that road. (laughs) So they've got they've got a few things they can do to to get back into favor with baseball fans and Cleveland fans. All they have to do is donate one point five mil. And I say that like I had like that. (laughs) Like, I don't have like three dollars to my name. Like, oh, just dig in your pockets. Bust out that one dollar or that one million dollar bill. You're fine. Why not? Yeah, easily go for it. Well, should we introduce our next guest? Oh, our next guest. Like, we have multiple. We have one guest. Well, <laughs> we, we, we did have the Rust children, so they oh, were yeah. the first guests. <laughs> we are upgrading. All right, we are joined by Jenna Siskovic, a friend of the show, a friend, a personal friend of Brittany. Um, she's joining us. She is the business owner of an Etsy shop called Beleza and Style. You have probably seen our That's What B Said t-shirts, but she is a huge Cleveland fan and she's doing something awesome right now amidst the pandemic that's happening in America. Hello, Jenna. How are you? Hello, ladies. I'm doing wonderful. How are you guys tonight? We're just oh, great. We... Hi, Jenna. Excited <laughs> to have you. Hi, Brittany. <laughs> Jenna, we want you to talk about your shop first and foremost, what, you, what you've got going on because you're doing something special. So we want our listeners to know. First of all, uh, in light of everything going on, um, initially, I actually had to close my shop down because my t-shirt supplier stopped shipping. So I was kind of on a manhunt for a new website to use and I did eventually end up finding one. Um, and in light of everything going on, Um, I basically thought, you know, what better way to kind of lighten the mood than just to come up with some new t-shirt designs and just kind of make light of it a little bit, some witty humor t-shirts. Um, I know everybody's been watching Tiger King on Netflix, uh, so there are some of those out there as well, and 20% of all of the proceeds for the shirts that I'm doing right now, I am going to be donating directly to the Cleveland Clinic to kind of help them out because uh, obviously Cleveland is near and dear to my heart. And we actually have a Cleveland Clinic about 10 minutes from me where I live here in Florida as well. And that's where all my doctors are. So I'm very loyal to them. And uh, I figured what better way than to donate something or anything that I can uh, to try and help everything that's going on right now. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's wonderful. We're very happy. And we're so happy to partner with such a, a kind-hearted person, aren't we, ladies? Yes, absolutely. Yes, guys. I, I love your quarantine. I'm looking at your shop page right now. You have to tell the people where they can go because these are amazing. And I feel like I need all of them, especially the one that says, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> because I'll actually use that post this whole pandemic. <laughs> That's one of my favorites, mostly because I use it per. I will use it pre and post pandemic. Exactly. Um, that's my favorite thing to tell exactly. people because I'm re- I'm really not a people crowd person at all. Even though I go to so many like crowd people events, it's not my thing. It's yeah, really you have not. a whole section of Disney stuff on your shop, right? Because uh, being in Florida. Yeah, that's actually kind of how I got started because my mom and I go as much as we possibly can. And we were constantly spending money on Etsy. 
And I'm like, you know what? Why don't I just try and do them myself? So that's kind of how the whole t-shirt business actually got started. And I figured what better way than to reach out, especially because all of my Twitter followers and everybody that I follow is mostly Cleveland sports. I figured why not, you know, expand and jump into, jump into that field as well. So that's kind of where everything started from. Yes. I'm looking at your shop now too. And I need the one that says, even though I'm not, it says caffeine in quarantine. <laughs> that's what I need. Uh, I do like the get away from me one. Cause I, cause that one is, it's good now, especially if you're out in public doing your necessary, like you have to shop for your essentials at the grocery store or the mm -hmm. doctors or the pharmacy or anything like that. That's a great shirt to have, to have like the get away from me. Yeah. Or the one that says, like a good neighbor, stay over there. <laughs> I thought that was cute when I saw it. I thought that I, was cute. I actually, I actually screamed at a coworker today. I went, six feet, six feet, because he got in my face. Or, like, he didn't get in my face, but he was getting a little too close. And I started screaming, six feet, social distancing. Because it was just like, it was a situation. We've all so. become monsters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was just like, I was, it just, it's a very long story, but like, <laughs> that was the, that is the, like, short of it of what happened today when I'm like telling one of my coworkers, and there's literally only two of us in the office right now because everyone else has been sent home and working from home. I'm screaming, six feet, social distancing. So I'm probably going to have to get that shirt and just wear it to work yeah. every single day. <laughs> Office talk. Well, speaking of quarantine, we we saved our quarantine chronicles, um, Jenna, to have you join the show because we know you're in Florida, and Ohio and Florida are very different right now. Because, <laughs> tell us what is going on down there. I don't even know to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, wow. like, it is the biggest cluster down here ever. Like, it's absolutely insane. We're actually I'm at my parents' house right now, which is in Sarasota, because at least they have a heated pool. And because they closed oh, all of God. our pools, like all of our community <laughs> pools and everything, which, which like, I, I get it. I get it, you know? So I'm like, all right, well, then I'm going to leave and I'm going to go over there. So I have something to do. Um, so I've been over here since last Tuesday. Um, and I'll be here probably until Thursday or Friday. And then uh, it's not as bad here. Um, I have had to go to the grocery store once and I was in and out. Pretty quickly, you know, everybody kept their distance. It was cool. But over at my house, uh, it's a whole different story. Um, everybody's crazy. Uh, nobody listens. That's over in, That's over in, in like, the in Fort like Lauderdale, Fort Lauderdale area. area. Just so everyone is clear. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's a madness. I, I, that's where I live in the Fort Lauderdale area. And there have been people who literally went on Interstate 95 a couple days ago. I and saw, I saw parked their cars and had like a party with music and girls like dancing on top of cars blocking like actual legit traffic yeah i think i saw someone get shot too what yeah there's been a lot of murder on this show there's <laughs> been a murder <laughs> the murder mysteries of fort lauderdale there's yeah there was also um I saw videos all over my Facebook. Why people are sharing this, I don't know, because it was literally a video of these people lying on the ground. <gasps> oh, yeah, it was oh, terrible. It was terrible. Um, so I haven't been on Facebook much since then just because I don't want to see that. Um, Understandable. Yeah, so people are just, and like, 
I I don't know. It's just like our our county is technically on a stay-at-home order. Um, they're not really going to do anything. I mean, I heard that they put uh, some checkpoints in um, entering the state um, from the states that butt up against us up north. Um, you know, I don't really know what they can do to stop people from coming in or... You know, they can say like, oh, well, you need to quarantine yourself for two weeks. But like, how can they really guarantee that those people are doing that? So mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. it's very controversial how they're handling it. But um, I'm just staying home and doing my part as much as I can since a lot of people aren't. Staying home and making T-shirts. Mm -hmm. That's right. Hell yeah. And going in the pool. There you go. Oh, I know how badly I would love that. to be in a pool right now. So jealous. Same. Oh my so God. Jealous. It really has been nice. I, I do have to admit, it, the weather's been wonderful, so I cannot complain at all. I saw a picture of you just floating around in a floaty the other day, and I was like, that bitch. <laughs> yep, that's me. You know, I like to rub it in everybody's face. No, I really don't, but um, yeah, it's been fun. We have, uh, my nieces are here with us, and my brother, and my sister-in-law, and my mom, so we're just hanging out. Hanging out, Good. enjoying life. It does. None of this really feels real. It's crazy, you know. Back to the shop. Can you explain something to us? Because I we were talking before we brought you in. The name that we yes. all that we constantly butcher. It's okay. I butcher it myself. <laughs> Can you explain it and where it came from, and so that people spell it out so that people could find it? Yes. Okay. So. I was trying to come up with something clever, um, and I am part Italian, so I figured, why not? Um, Beleza actually means beauty, and style spelled the way that I have it spelled actually means style. So beauty and style. So it just kind of, you know, mesh them together, and that's what it means. Um, and it just kind of stuck, and I just rolled with it. Okay, and how do you spell that? Uh well, Beleza is B-E-L-L-E-Z-Z-A, mm -hmm. and style mm -hmm. is S-T-I-L-E. Okay. And I have a question about our shirts. Okay, first of all, um, you decided to extend, because we're doing a promotion where if you shop uh, the That's What B Said shirts, you get 20% off, correct? Correct. And we're extending that until the, what is it, May something? Uh, I believe I did it through let me double check on that because i have a, the absolute worst memory of anybody ever okay um okay. but we originally had done it through um easter and then mm -hmm. of course with everything going on and me having to temporarily close uh i figured why not do it for a little bit longer just so people have the opportunity i know money's tight for a lot of people right now um so we did extend it to may 31st okay great and guys, that's for the 2020 Vision shirt, Cleveland Girl Gang shirts, Fullback Season, Zaddy's Girl, uh, Stefanski Berry. Which one of ours has been the best seller? Stefanski Berry by far. I figured. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. The nerd. <laughs> yes. I haven't the second best seller, I haven't the second best seller has been the uh, Cleveland Girl Gang. Really? <gasps> that makes me happy. Yes, that has been the second best. We need, I had questions from people, um, because on my Twitter profile, it's a picture of me in the That's What B Said shirt, 
And I've had people message me and ask if we were going to be selling that. So do you think that's a possibility? I can absolutely add that. I can add Ooh. that. Actually, so it will be available when this airs tomorrow. I can have it up tonight <gasps> so that it's ready to I go. Know. Jenna put in a custom order for me. I ordered four of them for myself, my husband, who repped it like the next day. He loved it. But oh, he my was, like, gosh. Gray. He was like, gray is not my color, Brie. I was like, okay, first of all, <laughs> suck it up. <laughs> And then I got a I got a matching set for my mom and dad, but I haven't seen them. We've all been under lockdown, yes. so I I'm gonna have to give them theirs in three months. You I did guess. say months, where did you tell me they were gonna wear? Did you say pickleball? Yes, and their pickleball has been shut down. So, Aww. <laughs> but when you told me that, my heart I was like, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Don't worry, guys, they're playing outdoor together, so they'll be able to rock them. Perfect <laughs> pickleball. Oh, yeah, my parents. Um, Brittany, speaking of parents, you have mm-hmm. to tell your story. You you gave us a tease earlier. Oh, okay. About Jenna, your dad. You'll appreciate this because I'm, me and Jerry Mollis, we are beefing right now because, okay, friend of the show, Rochelle, you guys all know Rochelle. Yes. Yes. Okay. So she is, of course, she's friends with Jerry Mollis on Facebook because, you know, she's great and he's meh. Um, and she posted this this post the other day that... I already that, know where this is going. Mm-hmm, so she asked questions about uh, your kids. So, like, Brie, I would ask you this. Most laid back, who's the bossiest, pickiest, either, yes. blah, blah, blah. Okay. So my dad answered all these questions. Can <laughs> I just say that when asked, where is it? Who is Who makes you laugh the most? He said my brother, who's never even around. Oh. I am his constant audience. I am hilarious, obviously. And he said that my brother makes him laugh the most. Also, he said that I sleep the most and I am the most sensitive and the most dramatic. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. Sounds like he's purposely trying to start some beef over here. (laughs) There's no way you're the most dramatic. Well, my mom said it was a tie between me and my sister for most dramatic, so. But yeah. I think your sister takes that one hands down. I am, I feel cheated right now. That hurts. Yes. In Jerry's defense. Jeremy is hilarious, but he doesn't need to say it. He doesn't need to say it. My brother is way funnier than me, but my dad should not say it. (laughs) That's where I'm at. Well, there's the sensitivity, Brittany. And dramatic. Oh my god, maybe he's on to something. <laughs> maybe he has it right. God, I hate it when he's right. <laughs> now he's going to listen to this and just continually play it back to you. That moment when you realize you were wrong. You can attest to what? I can attest to when dads are right and daughters are wrong. It happens too I have, often. I have my it fair share. I have my fair share of that. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Bill. Shout out to Big Bill. Yeah, as we all do. I have to. I have to ask you three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is life like under lockdown without children? <laughs> uh, well, I can't answer that because I have two small ones here with me, and I want to gouge my eyes out. <laughs> At least you have a swimming pool, though, because I feel like that makes it better. <laughs> does make it a little bit better it really does no I mean I love them obviously they're 
It's a lot, man. Uh-huh. Nonstop. Listen, I have never been more busy than I have been since the stay-at-home order has, has been put into effect. <laughs> so I don't even know. Like, my life before quarantine, I just sat at home all day, relaxed. I was in quarantine for months, so it didn't really... And now, <laughs> now that everyone else is on... You know, I feel like I'm missing out on the party now because I could be home watching Netflix with you guys. I could be home binging stuff or, you know, video calling, doing all the stuff that I used to do, and now I can't anymore. So I don't... Everything's flipped. My whole life is just upside down right now. I know Meredith is also working, so I feel like you. I can't even live vicariously through you through you guys. No, yeah. nobody's doing this the, the the fun way. I feel like I know, and it's been it's been very it's been stressful because, like I said earlier, um, we for safety reasons we've sent home everyone that we can possibly send home and still do the job. Um, but obviously, there needs to be people in studio, and I'm one of those people that's required to be in studio to make things happen. So mm -hmm. we're in studio and because we don't have our support system and the other people in the office helping us out, everything falls on the two people in studio. And so mm -hmm. I'm doing 10 times as much work during the day. I come home so stressed out. I'll work out. I'll eat something. And then I literally collapse. Like I put this in the rundown um, where we were talking about quarantine stuff and what quarantine has been like. And Monday night, last night. I literally went to bed at nine o'clock because I was so tired and I just didn't feel like watching TV and I didn't have the energy to read anything. And I was like, you know what? I'm bored. I'm just going to go to bed. And so I went to bed at nine <laughs> o'clock last night. Yeah. And that's another thing too. Like I'm tired, but then when I lay down at, in my bed at night, I can't fall asleep. I'm up until like 1230, one o'clock. Oh and then I have to wake up at like quarter to six. Ugh. I know. Meredith, I, know. I give you props for even having the energy to work out because I literally do nothing all day, but float around in a pool and I can't even bring my ass outside to take a walk around the neighborhood. Well, I stopped posting a lot of my, um, my Instagram challenges, mostly because I've stopped wearing makeup. <laughs> I don't want the world to see me when, I, when I'm just like completely like no makeup, messy hair. So I'm still like doing a lot of these challenges. Although I'm disappointed, Brittany, you said you're going to do a handstand. There was, listen, there was absolutely no safe way for me to try to do this. I was going <laughs> to break my neck. Like I thought about it. I looked for places in my house where I might be able to, to make this happen. And there was no safe space uh -huh. for me. Uh -huh. And then Brie, I tagged you in the plank challenge I too. Know. Cause you were, I just, you were so <laughs> in on the plank challenge. I was. And then I was like, I don't want to video record myself. Listen, I have gotten to the stage now with my work conference calls because we have to, we have to call in. We're, we're all working from home. I show up on video looking like a mess. Like, I could not show up to work this way, but, like, that camera, like, zooms in on my face, and I'm like, I don't I don't give an F anymore. I just don't <laughs> care. I mean, I like, I still get dressed like normal because I'm out in public, and my boss's boss is still in the office just to make sure things are running smoothly. But, uh, yeah, no, I, I stopped wearing makeup just because I was like, you know what, if it's only, you know, me, another person, and then our boss – I, I don't care. And also makeup is expensive and I can't afford to buy anymore right now. So right. I just like, like that is gonna, very true. Gonna, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to stockpile my makeup for back when everyone is out in public again and people are actually going to see me. And that's when I'll when I'll start wearing makeup again. So it's still working out, just not being and I, I think maybe my followers don't hate me nearly as much. There was one day last week where I had like six fitness challenges that I posted and I'm surprised my follower count didn't go down to zero that day. <laughs> 
I know I know my nieces are loving this because they were very excited to go to school this morning without pants on. <laughs> oh yeah. They were loving life. Just sitting yes. there with bed head, no pants, cereal, and a computer in front of them. You are describing that, both of life. their aunts. I know that's that's the worst part about being essential and having to go in the office is I have to put on pants. Right. Like I, have I don't to put, have to, I have to makeup. wear makeup, which is like Jenna, I was down in Florida for what, like a month and a half? Did I ever even once have makeup on? Just my about I ever... <laughs> I mean, what's, what's the point? Every day. Every day. See, and I can't every say day. anything because yeah, I never sure. wear makeup. So I can't I I can't say that I'm feeling what you guys are feeling. I never wear makeup. It's terrible. I'm like the worst girl ever. Oh no. No, you're not. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. I I very I'm very typically minimal even at work but I, yeah i've just abandoned every everything i've <laughs> abandoned it all like hygiene is out the window like there are some moments at like 10 a.m i'm like did i brush my teeth this morning i don't know Bree, do you still shave your armpits um oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> that's a no that's a loaded question guys Yes, I do, but like I let it get to a stage where I'm like, oh my god, like, and it's my, it was my last week on Saturday, it was my legs. I was like, oh my god, like, not, it, not good, not good, you guys. And it's funny because this is about the time where you know the grooming would get more regular because weather's getting warmer. You want to wear shorts. You know, it's just like, nope, we are inside. Yeah, there's none of that happening. Listen, I have another funny story that I didn't want to tell on this show because my parents listen but I, I have I, I think I just have to say it yes. let's do it okay so I cleaned out my closet this weekend and I was telling you guys how I was a little bit anal with my closet organization well I just decided to like completely redo it all again I donated I have five bags of clothes to donate based on how much stuff I got rid of it was great very lethargic mm-hmm. because my closet was so clean um, my kids actually like went in there one day and they were like looking at all the stuff that I had and they were upstairs playing by themselves and my husband and I were downstairs and my, my daughter comes down the stairs. She goes, mommy, I found this book. And I was like, oh no. <sighs> what is it? I had made a boudoir shoot book <gasps> of myself. <laughs> For my husband oh, as a wedding no. gift. And she's holding the book. Oh my God. And little dude is like running behind her. And I was like, oh. I was like, did you open the book? And she's like, uh huh. Oh God. My husband, oh my God. My husband looked at me and he was like, she likes reading. She likes books. I was like, there's nothing to read in this book. Oh my God. I was so oh. embarrassed. I'm, I'm I'm actually embarrassed. Like I'm sweating right now. Just telling you guys the story. But <laughs> I thought have... that was pretty funny because I was like, explain... I've scarred my daughter. I, did I you think have I to explain her. it to her? Like this? Did you have to like be like, okay, well, so, like, oh, so have you given it to your husband yet, or is it was was it still being hidden? In no, it was just like a wedding gift, and I just put it in a spot where like my children couldn't find it, but apparently they can't. They did find it. It was not a good hiding spot. <laughs> And it's not like, I'm not like nude by any means, but it was just like, it was a very, it was a very classy photo shoot that I did. And my friend took the pictures. She was a ph- photographer. So it, it what, what I was, I was like, that's not mommy. 
That's a Victoria's Secret catalog. <laughs> this reminds me of the time after my mom had her second hip replacement. They sent her home with a book and I found it on the on the table. It said how to have sex after hip replacement surgery. I this was just last year, so like I wasn't like six years old. And I'm looking through this book. I was mortified. We I have a serious question about this. Was Jerry Mala's home when you found this? He was not. He was not. It was just me, my mom, and her nurse. Her nurse came in that day. Oh and I was God. sitting there, and she was doing her exercises, and I pick up this book on the on the <laughs> counter, how to have sex after hip replacement surgery. I was like, <laughs> Mom, don't read this. <laughs> don't read this, Mom. <laughs> Did you tear out the pages? <laughs> and they had, like, illustrations and everything. <laughs> it was horrifying. Did you burn it? I would have burned it. <laughs> Thrown it in the fireplace. It. it was gross. Oh, Gosh. Oh, well, Jenna, I'm really <laughs> glad you joined us for these stories. Do you have anything you would like to add? Any embarrassing stories? This has been great. I don't know. I don't. I don't know that I have any that are super appropriate for a podcast. Um, <laughs> well, it's podcast. It's I like, can confirm. Like, this is lawless country. Everything is fair. Like, there's no FCC here. Plus, right. I mean, I don't know, Brittany. Can you think of anything? Any? I any can think of many, think of- but none that. Guys, I understand we cross the line sometimes, <laughs> but these stories are new. Yeah, my stories are, yeah, they're not appropriate for literally anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that reminds me. So my my youngest cousin, and this is not, uh, this is a completely safer work story. My youngest cousin is 14 and he learned to read when he was like four. He learned to read at a really, really young age. So by the time he was in kindergarten, he was into those really simple chapter books. So I want to say when he was around sixth grade, he wanted to read Game of Thrones because that was when the TV show was like at its peak popularity. And my brother has all of them. And so my little cousin at like 11 goes, can I read Game of Thrones? Am I old enough to read Game of Thrones? And my 30-year-old brother at the time goes, I'm not old enough to read Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) So that's 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 the best I got. <laughs> Listen, that you wrap that up very nicely, yes. Jenna. We so appreciate having you on the show. Will you tell everyone where they can find you on Twitter, where they can find your shop, and let the people know um, again? Remind them of what you're doing. Yes, absolutely. So um, my personal account on Twitter is at Jen Cisco, and then I do have a business account as well, which is at Beleza Style. There is no and in between um, on Twitter. And my website is belezaandstyle.etsy.com. And if you missed it, it is B-E-L-L-E-Z-Z-A-A-N-D-S-T-I-L-E.etsy.com. You can find all of my new shirts. Um, All of the That's What B Said shirts are on there. Again, uh, the 20% off promotion we did extend um, originally was supposed to end on Easter. We extended it through May 31st. And... All of the uh, kind of pandemic, funny, humor t-shirts that I have added in the last few days, um, all of those, 20% of the proceeds for all of those shirts will be donated directly to the Cleveland Clinic. Awesome. Everybody go check her out. Follow her on Twitter. Follow her business. Check out her shirts. There are some awesome ones out there. 
um, guys, this was a fun show. We went really, really long, but I hope everyone enjoys this. Um, we actually have some exciting news, a little teaser to announce. We um, are hopefully going to be providing you some new content uh, tomorrow night during the re-airing of the Cavs Game 7. You guys are going to be able be to... tonight, technically, because we'll be Oh, that's right, because we're releasing Wednesday. this podcast. Yes. So, sorry, yes. Wednesday, April 1st, which is today in real time. Uh, we're going to be taking a look at the Cavs Game 7 re-air on ESPN via hot mic. So once we have the information finalized, we will send out a link on our social media platforms where you guys can download an app for download the app for free. And you will be able to live stream the game with us. And we will be on your screens. You'll be able to watch um, the game with us. We'll be doing commentary and you'll be able to interact with us. So we're going to be hopefully doing more things like that to come. And we hope that you join us. Um, that is a wrap for tonight's episode. Thank you all for listening to episode number 23. Uh, make sure you find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Please rate and review us. We appreciate all of your feedback. And we will hopefully see you guys tomorrow night or tonight. 